0: Dear audience, we have a high result of three on a fortune roll of 46. <laughs> uh, that's a bad result. Yeah. So you'll start in a desperate position.
1: Uh... <laughs> but desperate means XP.
0: Yeah. Right? Yep, so whoever makes that first roll uh, and ensuing ro- rolls, if it makes sense, we will get to mark XP. So starting in a desperate position, I think what happens here is. If, your, your escape plan is going okay at first. You pull out of the dry dock. Um, nobody seems to be taking notice of you. The, um, the sort of riots, I suppose, in front of the, the customs office, the PA customs office, kick off right on schedule, um, and some ships swoop down. But you notice that one of the ships is kind of, one of the interceptor ships is kind of swooping Uh, from off the Landberg toward the interior of the Landberg in your direction. So um, they will spot you if you don't make a move fast, so you're not going to have as good of an opportunity to position yourselves just right. Um, So basically you have a a, a choice, Augustine. I'm guessing Augustine is at the helm here. Uh, You can either plunge in now or you can abort and try, you know, try to do something to, um, you know, make the, make this particular heat go away and, and try again later.
2: Oh God. Engage the cloaking tar. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I think we got to take our opening.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. If we
1: disengage, we lose our cover.
0: All right. Yep. Yep. That makes sense. Uh, I'm going to start and at 8 o'clock, called Getting Off the Island. We're getting It's not an island, it's a
2: Landberg. <laughs> <laughs> we win,
1: we're already off the island. <laughs>
2: See, you must go in to come out. It's very deep, it's profound. It's
1: the outland.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and... Uh, if you're navigating the ship straight into the, the river, does it have a name, Quell? Is, do they just call it the, the Dime River?
2: No, I'm sure it has a name. Uh, I'm sure it's very oh, mystical. Rusty. Oh God! So not old rusty. <laughs> <laughs> we probably do call it something like old rusty because in, I'm sure in like a uh, part of the river, you know, because there's a lot of junk on dime. There's a lot of like scavenging lands and wastelands. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's probably some rust in the river. It's a red, red river, rusty river. It's
0: flowing. Old tetanus. Uh, all right um and you could make your initial move here at desperate standard if you're if you're helming your way down there which i'm guessing is what you're doing augustine yep all right don't get us killed punching (laughs) it straight down just just trying to slip the pas before they can even take a look at you
1: um i want to push myself this early on no
3: do you have the stress to push yourself (laughs)
1: I I only have two stress right now, so okay. I'm, I'm starting off decent, but if I have to resist mm-hmm. anything, mm-hmm. you're going to say something, Quill?
2: Oh, I just, I feel like you should have an ability that is linked to your use of your, <laughs> your sipping sherry
1: to assist you <laughs> in
2: desperate situations. <laughs> is,
1: is that an assist from my sherry?
2: <laughs> liquid courage right you're like this is gonna go great time to hit the sip and cherry
1: <laughs> so i i could see where if someone wanted to assist me like lean on the mainsail or something
0: <laughs> yeah you know they could be uh they could be your spotter um mm-hmm. they could be juicing the engine there's that juice again Um, i could be doing all kinds of stuff well
2: can see if she can attune with old rusty here to see if it can carry us just a little faster so we can uh, get right on in there right into that cave
0: (laughs) uh i like that idea i think maybe save that because that sounds more like a roll by itself Oh, uh, okay. Um, as opposed to assisting Augustine.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. If if someone wants to spend a stress, that's fine. If not, that's fine too.
3: I will. Is it one stress to assist? It's
0: one per connection. Connection tick you have with them. One this per is connection. Part of the rules we're taking so with the beam saber.
3: I have two. So so if I were to help Augustine by like, I don't know, helping steer or something Mm mm-hmm uh Uh, you could
0: could be as simple as holding the the wheel steady because it's about to you're about to get some chop
3: (laughs) yeah myriad could definitely do that um my i have backup so an ally's push costs only one stress on any action i set up or assist
0: Ooh, nice uh, and don't forget you, you would have to spend the two stress because you have that increased connection with Augustine, you know, right. you have that more empathetic bond with them, but you get to pick two of these benefits, uh, for, uh, on the middle of the little play mat I've got for you here. They okay. take plus one D they have improved effect. They improve position. They ignore their level three harm. They disregard one ship damage.
3: Okay. Um,
1: and right now I'm desperate standard.
3: Okay. Yep. So effect is as good as it could be, right?
0: No, your effect could go up to great.
3: Oh, okay. Um, So I would do plus 1d and improved effect because I'm going to leave the position as desperate because that just makes sense.
0: Okay. Augustine, are you going to choose to push now that you can do it cheaper? Or were you already doing that? I don't think you were.
1: No, I wasn't. So if I push, it's only one stress? Yes oh yeah i'll push two so that would be two bonus die right
0: yep you've got one bonus die from uh myriad you've got one improved effect from myriad and now you push you're pushing for another bonus die so that's two bonus dice
1: mm-hmm. nice that sounds so good desperate,
0: desperate great two bonus dice I
1: will.
2: yeah Ooh. Oh, oh my god oh
1: Oh,
0: Augustine, do you care to read the numbers? It's a 3, Hell. 2,
1: 2, 1. Oh, no. Oh, we tried so hard. That's really funny, because that is
2: exactly what we rolled for our engagement roll. Yeah. You're right. We're in trouble, folks.
1: I, I need some, can I roll physical d6s?
0: <laughs> yes, you can, uh, from this point. <laughs> uh, okay, so... What's going to happen here is the beluga is going to take, yeah, it's going to take like kind of catastrophic damage to its hull. Uh, You'll take two hits to the hull and your cargo hold will be rendered inoperable and unusable. I'm guessing nobody's down there right now. But oh. that is where you sleep, and where uh, Chalice's stuff is.
1: So. <laughs> was was uh, well. <laughs> Chalice is going
2: to get a real good lesson in traveling light. Also, thank goodness for that tarp.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yes, um, basically, you're because I, I, I could impose a consequence with you with you getting spotted or something. But I think in this case, you know what. Yeah, I'm just going to say instead of wrecking the cargo hold, I'll just do the two on the hull and one of them, uh, the PA ship spots you, but you still get down the chute. You know, you assume they're probably not going to try to chase you in this way, but they see that you're doing something bad, something unexpected, (laughs) Um, and Um, you can resist those consequences individually if you want.
1: I feel like...
4: It's always fun to have heat. It is. I feel
1: like the hull damage is more important Mm -hmm. to resist.
2: For our survival. I mean, we can always break out of jail, but we can't break out of dying terribly in
4: the darkness in the water. Yeah, it's going to be really hard to stay waterproof (laughs) if there's a hole in the ship.
1: Yeah, All I can right. talk my way out of jail. That's fine. I'm not about that.
3: <laughs> we've already done so that. I, th- I think what
0: I'll do then is I will start another clock. Clocks are fun. Um, a four clock called the PAs catch up. Uh, and I'll mark two in it. So it's not full yet. And that's just the rec- um, representing them, you know, spotting you.
1: Okay. Um... And for resisting the damage to the hull, it'd be nice if I could use resolve, but I don't no, think I can. No, it's probably prowess. Yeah, because
0: yep. you're just trying to hold the ship steady. <laughs> you know, you're you're basically you're not making a ton of progress down the river yet. You're just trying to keep it away from the cave wall. Yep. Oh.
1: Oh, nice. <laughs> We got a good roll. That's fine. That. <laughs> that's that's fine. No stress. Roll to six.
3: Yep. Yep. Excellent. When a critical is
0: a
1: critical two. is two sixes.
3: Okay. Yep. Yep. I was gonna say.
0: Um. So yeah, you see a flare going up, uh, from the PA ship behind you, uh, just before the river catches you and just sucks you down into the um into the the river in the center of Dime. Um, it is rocky. It's, well, it's literally rocky around you. It's also a rocky ride. Um, but Augustine is just miraculously uh, keeping the ship away from the edges of the cave. Um, now, anybody can do anything to try and contribute to this clock here. Anything that you think might make sense. Um, remember that you've, You've got yourself in a better position, you can actually see where you're going now. Um, <laughs> the ship is somewhat waterproof, so what will what will the next move be to try and get you out of here?
2: Well, um, as I mentioned before, I think that uh, Quell would probably be doing what Quell does best, which is <laughs> talking to things that other people can't see. Um, You know, especially because she specifically noted that she would be bringing offerings for fresh water. Um, So she's going to be trying to commune with the spirits of the water and asking them to, like, help speed the boat safely. Travel quickly and safely (laughs) through the water. Okay. I think this
0: is probably a risky standard. Okay. Uh, what, does it, what does it look like as you're communing? in this case? Are you like holding a are you trying to make
2: contact with the river uh, in any way? Are you like holding a hand out a porthole? <laughs> I, I think that quell might even this, this, is, this is how quell is. Um, quell might even be kind of like holding onto some rigging on the side of the boat really tightly and like dipping a hand in the water with whatever the offering is. And just being like, mm-hmm. please don't crunch me, Captain. Don't crunchitize me because I don't <laughs> want to die. Right? All, right.
0: All right. So yeah, it sounds like risky standard and go ahead and mark your offerings.
2: Okay. Do not crunchitize me. Let's see. Cool. So it's going to be a mm-hmm.
0: Um I could give you a devil's bargain if you want. Uh, or you could spend a gambit or push yourself.
2: I'm just going to try... What would it look like if I pushed myself How much stress would that be
0: it would it's too nice to stress your, uh, to push yourself to stress to push yourself by default and I think they would just be the default here
2: okay well I'm going to push myself but I'm also going to use my warded ability Um, so I'm going to expend one of my special armor to resist the consequence of um, pushing myself using mystic powers
0: oh yeah you're doing that thing where you basically like don't take the stress cost because you can pay
2: a special armor Oh,
0: yeah, it just says right there, you, or push yourself when using us to powers. Yeah, perfect. Yep. All right. There we go. 100% as intended. All right, go ahead.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, she's you know, she's holding on to some rigging on the side of the beluga, uh, linking one arm in tight to it so that she doesn't fall off in the dark in the river. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and she's hoping that uh, Augustine keeps the, the ship going straight or. However, the river is flowing because she does not want to get smashed into the walls of the cave. And Uh she's dipping her hand into the water with her offerings um, and attempting to commune with the water so that she can show it basically through emotions and through images, uh, her request for assistance. So it's risky. And then I'm pushing myself. So does that affect the effect?
0: Uh, it's you could do either. It could give you an extra die, or it could um, increase your effect level.
2: Um, I have three die in a tune, so I might try to increase my effect level. Do you think that sounds appropriate? Sure. Yeah. All right.
0: So. So it's risky. Great.
2: Submit. No bonus die. Submit. Okay, a four is not horrific. Could be better, but could be worse.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so I think what happens here is, yeah, Quell is holding on to that rigging and you're just reaching out. Um, and the first thing that happens is you feel, uh, as you kind of expand your consciousness out toward the cave, you feel the mother of many, uh, who seems like, alarmed that you're in this like state but is like clearly trying to think well of of you and you know like just saying like please be safe basically and in but in terms of images um you feel uh you feel a little bit of that spirit of the water cup that you knocked over last time the spirits in that water which probably looked like little water bugs
2: i set it free Um,
0: yeah (laughs) and um you feel the spirits of this cave too and they look like giant water bugs that they're sort of like driftwood like halfway between you know like uh one of those a water
4: roach and driftwood is that what they're called water roaches oh there's water bugs and there's also water scorpions okay (laughs) water scorpions you say Oh, this look kind of cool. That's intense.
0: Okay, yeah. Let's say a water scorpion. All uh, right, high like, water
2: scorpos.
0: They look kind of like um, water scorpions made out of driftwood, um, and you're just holding out. And I think uh, Chalice, who's probably been sticking pretty close to you, um, they're on, they're like in the door, like ready to try and haul you back. And they see these spirits, and they're just like their jaw drops, you know. They've they've never seen a spirit uh like this before because the mother of many kind of deliberately avoided revealing herself in totality, um, and sh- they're just seeing what you're doing here and they're they're totally agog. Um, but what you also feel is a familiar presence, and it's actually a familiar presence that you've been picking up on before, but you'd probably just chalked it up. To being back on time, um, and what you realize is that you know I think I think it sounds like whale song, um, and you realize that this storm is the same storm. Uh, it it followed you. Uh, you went off in the vast after doing after you know calling on its on its favor to help you escape uh, that first encounter. But it was curious. and wanted to know more. It followed your scent. Okay. Uh, and it followed your scent back home. Oh.
2: <laughs> was not aware that spirits could or would do that. Learning something new every day.
0: That was the biggest <laughs> spirit you'd ever interacted with before. Yeah, yeah,
2: uh. yeah. <laughs> uh, so there is a little bit of surprise. Um I wouldn't say fear but definitely kind of a little bit of like oh Mm -hmm. um was not expecting that definitely was not expecting that uh and I'm feeling that here in the cave
0: you're feeling it in the cave as a clap of thunder emerges from above you now remember spirits don't think about like harm Mm -hmm. and injury and uh you know, bodies the way that we do. Right, why would so they? So <laughs> it seems like they're sending a bolt of lightning down just to, you know, now that they've found where you are, to be with you, to, like, uh, commune with you again. Oh. But it is also a bolt of lightning. So you'll take level two harm, uh, shocked and charged, unless you want to resist it.
2: I am going to attempt to resist that. But you could use the
1: charge on the lantern.
2: Oh, no! I don't want to be electrocuted in a cave. (laughs) So I gave
0: you the three marks on getting off the Landberg. That was 100% successful, but this is the consequence I'm inflicting.
2: Okay, and I can attempt to resist that consequence. How do I do that?
0: Uh, well, it was based off of an, a tune, so mm-hmm. you would roll your resolve.
2: All right, let's try this. Uh, no bonus dice, correct? Nope. All right, uh, my highest was a five. Yep, so you'll only take one stress for resisting that. Oh, thank goodness. Okay, well, um... I I thankfully do not get electrocuted, although maybe there's a little static.
0: Right? Well, yeah, what does it look like? Because um, that lightning's coming down, but you managed to do something so that it doesn't affect you.
1: Pull an Uncle Iroh.
2: Huh? What did you say?
1: Pull an Uncle Iroh. <laughs> All
2: right, so,
0: yes. Quell, what does it look like as you, um, as you somehow deflect or avoid this consequence
2: um okay so i think if i want to make it particularly cinematic uh (laughs) quell is here hanging off the rigging of the beluga fingertips dipped into and skimming through the the dark waters of the river in this cave moving along at quite a, a clip and suddenly senses that not only are there, you know, the, the little spirits that were in the water cup and the much larger water scorpion-esque spirits that inhabit the waters of the river, um, mm-hmm. that there are whales shooting, shooting lightning, friendly mm-hmm. lightning, exploratory <laughs> lightning, and <Yes>. deadly lightning, <laughs> much very deadly. Um, quell is like uh, kind of instinctively grabs onto this necklace that she wears all the time. And Quell doesn't tend to wear a lot of things. She doesn't have a lot of stuff. Um, But one thing that she keeps on her all the time is this kind of, you know, pendant that might just look like a a little piece of junk or a little bit of, like, metal. But in fact, what it is, is a, uh, a, a little bit of a precursor artifact. And I have that checked off on my load. She found it while she was was junk picking. And nice. uh, in gripping it, just more as like a, oh my gosh, like, like it's her lucky charm. Uh, the lightning comes rushing down the cave. Like you see lightning travel between clouds, kind of just crackling, reaching. And it seems like it's about to hit her. And then suddenly it seems like it bounces upward and it hits and arcs along the sides of the cave. And as it hits and arcs along the sides of the cave, it's followed by like a bioluminescent flash as if all like the moss and all the, the mushrooms and algae that are growing along the damp cave walls are suddenly illuminated. Like they've been poked and are sending out this, this flash of bluish green luminescence.
0: Mm. I think Chalice just, just calls out at you. Quill, Quill, are you all right?
2: <laughs> uh, I, I think so. <sighs> and, it's- it's beautiful! What did you do? Uh... I... didn't... die? I think I'm all here? And you can see I, Quell's kind of feeling her head and feeling her <laughs> chest and making sure that that is in fact a true statement, that she's not dead. <laughs> I've- I've never seen it. you should get back inside. Quell winds up, you know, leaving some offerings in the water, and in that moment of connection, when it seems like it's almost about to touch her, but then arcs up, does she sense any kind of connection with the whales there?
0: Um, I mean, you resisted the consequence, so I think you don't feel any more connected to it than you did before, where you kind of got this idea of their familiar energy.
2: Okay, in that moment of familiarity, where uh-huh. she has that moment of like sh- like shock and kind of a little bit of surprise... Um, she might have sent them an image of what their what the crew of the Beluga is trying to do, and <laughs> and trying to avoid the Protectorate who are going to hurt them.
0: Mm. Okay. Well, yeah. You you think about it very hard. You try to send that thought.
2: Okay. And then Quell scrambles back up the rigging and looks a little <laughs> confused because she doesn't exactly know what happened, but she's very glad she's not dead. Hmm.
0: Me too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah Chal- chalice helps you back in and you just probably collapse in the, the wet bulkhead <laughs> just a uh, little
2: little smoky a <laughs> mm-hmm. little staticky but,
0: but you got three ticks on the getting off the landberg clock uh as the um the ride seems to get a little bit smoother it's almost like it's carrying you uh it's not trying to rocket you into the walls as much as it was before um, you seem to have found like a nice funnel towards the center, at least for the time being. Uh, so, Gadget. Uh, we saw what we saw what the other three were doing at the moment to try and get you through. What is Gadget doing to try and...
4: The beluga took damage to the hull, is that correct?
0: No, uh, Augustine resisted that. The consequence that went through was the protectorate affairs catching up.
4: Alright, well in that case, if Augustine and Myriad are keeping... The steering of the beluga Strait, and quell is communing with the spirits to ensure a safe passage uh, might as well try to go to the engine room and see if we can force her to go a little bit faster
0: <laughs> all right sounds good um have you done anything
4: like this before to the beluga, no, because she is uh, she's a cargo ship. She's not made for this. But you know what? Uh, what's the point of being a mechanic if you can't uh, create alternative uses for what you got?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, let's see. So, I feel like this is probably a setup role, right, mm-hmm. for future helming. Um, and I think uh, you can pick, but it definitely sounds like you're going to be giving extra effect. Um, and mm-hmm. I would just let that effect ride as long as it made sense, um, depending on the results of your roll. You know, if you, if you only do okay, then maybe you'll only be able to uh, put in enough nitrous oxide in there to, for one roll.
4: Oh, helm rolls. This is great. That's what I'm no. made for. No, you're not, uh, you're not helping. <laughs> no, you're, right, you're rigging. So- Oh thank goodness. I got scared there for a moment. All right, I'm using my action
0: to make, but <laughs> yes, uh, I'm guessing you're going to rig this
4: engine. Oh, thank you, I got I was almost about to step outside my comfortable uh set of boundaries I made for myself. Well, in order to um help juice up our engine here, I'm going to use my fine hacking rig, which looks similar to but is legally distinct from a Nintendo power glove, uh to uh-huh. tinker around with the with the innards of our engine okay while it's running i love this
0: (laughs) because you (laughs) because you didn't almost lose your
4: hand before
2: (laughs) (laughs) really you just need to shimmy onto it and start spitting gasoline into it we've learned this from (laughs) fury road
0: uh so i think this let's see uh it's a setup roll so i think it will and you have your cool rig there Which I think is what's making this not just be limited to probably standard. I think this is risky standard. Hey, we got a four, three, and a six. All right. So yeah, um, what does it look like?
4: All right. So again, um, we are talking about with moving blades here and an engine. But using the fine hacking rig of my Legally Distinct from a Nintendo Power Glove, any similarities is uh, more of your problem than mine. I'm able mm-hmm. to kind of tear out the guts of of, of the engine itself. No big deal. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> oh, um, and when you remove things from an engine, it becomes more more aerodynamic. Uh, there's a lot of superfluous parts in an engine they don't don't technically need in order for it to run more efficiently. Mm-hmm. Like when the muffler falls off of your car and you just don't replace it because, well, it's one less piece, it'll be more aerodynamic. And then you start going faster.
2: <laughs> no, you know, it, it's so true. You just take the muffler Unrelated, my off. first car was great. <laughs> In fact, if you can somehow take the muffler off and, and stick it on the back as a modified spoiler, it's just yeah. even better. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I, I want to know what, if anything... Gadget shouts into the talkie tube before she quickly rips out half of the guts of the engine. It,
4: the talkie tube toward the helm. <laughs> um, okay, so we go, I go up a little talkie tube like you do in the playground. And I go, Ring, 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 ring. <laughs> uh. <laughs> ring, 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 says the talkie tube in the helm. <laughs> They're not answering. Okay, nope. Just moving on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's Augustine just yells from, like, helping myriad like working together, bracing the, um, the wheel. It's like gadget. This is no time for your games.
0: (laughs) That's that's implied that you're just supposed to go ahead, right?
4: It's better to ask for forgiveness than uh, for blessing, so yep. we're moving As forward with this. Out of the captain's
2: own mouth. That is totally mm-hmm. true. That's what the captain was saying earlier, right?
4: I trust our captain <laughs> to keep a steady course. Mm-hmm.
1: Not for uh, much so... else, though. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so the
0: beluga, the beluga is going to have increased effect on uh, basically roles related to gunning it the hell out of here uh for the foreseeable future uh until you know one of those parts that was in there i'm assuming for a good reason (laughs) is needed but uh you got a six so that's not going to come to bear right away um and don't forget you got an extra gambit i already gave you an extra one because you got a six on a risky sweet yeah all right, um, and let's see. So Myriad, you heard the ring, 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 ring on the <laughs> on the pipe phone. Uh, you were helping Augustine with the hold the wheel steady, but it seems to have steadied out a little bit more since you got into that nice pipe. Uh, is Myriad doing anything uh, in particular to help you uh, make your way through here?
3: Um, I mean, I haven't thought of anything. In particular, uh, well, it could be it could be spotting. You know,
0: you could be trying to help play, plot a course. Um, you could, could be, attack the darkness. You could attack the darkness. <laughs> uh, you do have really good uh, scrap. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just punch the darkness until it gives way. Uh, so yeah, let's see. You could scout. You could. Um, You could take over temporarily uh you could even just try to be a go-between you could hold people steady you could move cargo around to try and balance things you could do all kinds of stuff
2: you could sing an uplifting shanty to increase crew morale
3: you really don't want to hear myriad singing (laughs) (laughs) au contraire uh but that's fine.
0: Uh, um, I, I just got an image in my head of Myriad saying, like, the smuggling compartment's too full. Wait, what's all this junk in here? <laughs> 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 like leaving it overboard. <laughs> it's too I heavy mean, back there.
3: <laughs> I mean, Myriad would probably um, be a little upset that their reading room has been taken over.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. What if some of the cargo got... Smuggled cargo got put onto the novel you were reading recently.
3: Uh, I don't know oh no. Marriott be- already hid everything so that way um uh <laughs> yeah. Chalice wouldn't find their romance novels.
2: I remember <laughs> that. That's true.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep, that's <laughs> canon. Um so I think uh I'm going to rearrange everything so that way we are more efficient. Efficiently balanced to move faster through the water and then once we get out into the skies.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it sounds silly, but, like, balancing your cargo and, like, your ballast and stuff on a ship is actually really important. Yes. So I think you Just could like totally... Just
3: like a 15-pack van. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, so what action are you doing for that?
3: Um, Not scrap. Scrap. Scrim? Scrim. <laughs> I mean I could I could be fighting those boxes yeah. and, yeah. and really <laughs> fighting those boxes in my frustration with Partial Cloudy's crew. They don't know how to Uh-oh. put things on a on a ship. They don't know what they're doing.
0: Well, you could command a chalice to do it. Or you could scramble to do it yourself. Um, you might have a little bit more effect that way.
3: I'll scramble to do it myself. I'm like uh, hobbling around with my cane and like carrying boxes with one hand.
0: You're you're, you're good at this. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're used to like hefting like a moose buffalo over your shoulder. What <laughs> are <of> these boxes? <laughs> Nothing. I,
3: I have mastered the art of carrying things with a cane.
0: Yeah. And now you're putting it to work. Alright, so this is, uh, if you're doing Scramble, it's going to be Risky Standard by default. Okay. You have three gambits now. Um, uh, devil's bargains, or pushing yourself, or somebody assisting, all on the table.
2: Okay.
3: Um, Do you all mind if I spend a gambit?
2: Go, Go for, for it. it. It sounds like we've got plenty.
3: Okay. Cool. So I'll spend a gambit. Um, gambit is one extra die correct yes this is risky standard okay could have been better could have been <laughs>
0: worse <laughs> exactly we got a 2 and a 4 so we take the 4 because you do have a rank and scramble um, and let's see what happens here uh, well let's see I'm going to give you your two ticks uh, uh, on the getting off the land bird clock That um, you're you're reorganizing the ship seems to uh, redistribute it, especially because you're like probably pointing down quite significantly. So you're probably moving things like back to kind of counterbalance the ship, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Boat physics, sky boat physics. We're in uncharted (laughs) territory here. Cave boat Um, physics. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, But
3: what's the consequence? I open it and find out what's in there. <laughs> oh shit! No, yes.
0: I, I think the consequence that would make sense here is just that you're gonna take uh, a ding to your hull as you're as you're moving things around. Um, it's a little unsteady, um, and the uh, the stick jerks a little bit, um, and you'll kind of ping into the wall a little bit, and you'll take one hull damage, uh, but you can resist that if you want.
3: Um. No, we'll take the damage. Alright. So let me see if I can figure out how to track
0: damage on this thing.
1: I was looking and I didn't see anything that stood out. (laughs) Besides maybe tracking it in notes.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, just to keep the flow of the game going because we got a nice momentum. I'll just do that for now. One hull damage. So yeah, the the beluga jerks to the side, uh, and there's a quick screech of the plates and the tarps against the against the cave wall. Um, but uh, Augustine manages to get you back into position, um, and now that Myriad has everything arranged properly, um, you're finding it's uh, a little bit easier to make pro- progress. And speaking of Augustine, I think we can circle back to you since you <laughs> went
2: first. Sure. Um, Time for a little more sippin' brandy. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Now
1: that it's smoothed out, I'm just sitting there, you know, one hand on the wheel, brandy in the other. (laughs)
0: Uh, oh come on that, that brandy hand is like shaking like it's fine
2: <laughs> it's fine <laughs> I,
1: I have migrated from the glass of brandy to just having the bottle <laughs>
2: <laughs> we call this one the settling brandy uh, <laughs> settling those nerves <laughs>
0: um so yeah i said as i said slight slightly smoother sailing uh and um gadgets fantastic on the fly modifications mean you have increased effect so you're currently at risky great to try and punch the rest of the way through
1: okay um risky
0: great and you still have two gambits uh, people can assist if they want they don't have to
1: um i will hold off on a gambit because i we still have things to do afterwards okay a hey, six get another we yeah, got a two and a six
0: nice uh yeah because you didn't spend one so you get that gambit back look at you yeah thanks nice. rough start <laughs> but you're getting there um and uh, you know what I can't I can't reduce your effect level even if I wanted to you are getting off the landberg clock fills um and augustine what does it look like as I, I don't know if you remember but I described the water coming out of the bottom of this landberg as white and frothy and emerging at steel-cutting speed. So what does it look like as the beluga punches out of the bottom of Dime, uh, relatively undamaged?
1: You just see the beluga burst through the frothy white foam and Mm. Augustine pulling back on the wheel, downing a glass of brandy. (laughs) I believe... (laughs) Quell is still hanging off the side <laughs> from commuting. It's the...
2: flapping in the wind.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, Chalice pulled Quell in.
2: Yeah, thank goodness. After I almost was electrocuted.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, just kind of shooting through and then pulling up so we don't keep plummeting down and engaging the lift core. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, yeah, you get a nice arc back up, and I think you you probably pull it up so that the belly of the ship just skims the the cloud bank that kind of you know marks oh. the end of like standard hab- habitable elevations. Um, that's where the that mysterious ship kind of came from, and it descended back to last time.
2: Um, um, Quail comes running up, <laughs> and is like, oh, Captain, there may be an." Right as we punch out, maybe something waiting for us outside because Kitty, the player, just realized, hey, the storm with the whales is still going to be waiting for us when we get out. <laughs> uh,
0: yes, the storm around the mount, the the landberg is there. I don't think it's, I think it's, yeah, rough. It's surprisingly rough out here. Um, and you do still have the protector and affairs. Um, there, who are aware of you but they haven't caught up yet so i think you're going to need at least one more somebody's going to have to make one more cool move to get you safely out of dime uh and if the pa's uh clock fills then you're you'll have to you know kind of deal with them on a, on a closer level so who who's going to make a move to get you out of here and and button this up mm-hmm.
2: Ah, I think, (laughs) (laughs) given that we have the space whales and they seem eager to electrocute us in a friendly Uh fashion, Uh I'm going to use my complete lack of knowledge and understanding around mechanics and things like engines, and I'm Mm -hmm. going to find a way to take the amazing lightning rod that Gadget created and that we used to electrocute the last ship and I'm going to say, how about we electrocute our engine and make it go extra
4: fast? Let's overclock the ship. This is great. <laughs> oh my God. I
0: thought you were going to say we should try to electrocute the protectorate Affairs.
1: No. That's kind of what I was hoping.
2: I mean, we can electrocute for damage, but we can also electrocute for good, right? And I know that Gadget has been working really hard on speaking to the spirit of machines, So maybe we can get the spirit of the whales talking to the spirit of the engine that's just been gutted, and together they can shake hands and get us the heck out of here. (laughs) Uh,
0: All right. So if you're attuning to basically grab a lightning rod and jam it into the engine and out of a porthole so it has something to strike.
2: And there's a lot of room in the engine to shove that lightning rod now. Because it's been made much more aerodynamic.
0: (laughs) Then it would be a desperate standard and Gadget could help you out. uh, Perfect.
4: If if Gadget wants to. Oh, absolutely. Let's push this beluga to her limits.
2: Quell absolutely tells Gadget about this brilliant idea and how it is imperative that we access Gadget's incredible knowledge and understanding of the inner workings and voice of the engine, while I communicate with the space whales.
4: <laughs> Gadget absolutely <laughs> believes that Quell is a fellow woman of parascience. So mm-hmm. yeah, she's going to be on board with her idea. This is like two, um, two engineers here trying to uh, create something new and beautiful.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's do this. Yeah, it worked great the last time you two collaborated on a project.
2: And this is definitely um, not going to be a situation like Frankenstein, where we just <laughs> cram together a bunch of parts that don't go together and then shock it with lightning and give birth to something that the world can never accept or understand on top of the beluga. Definitely um not. you
4: say it's not, but I'm definitely cackling like a mad scientist. <laughs> <So no. laughs>
0: <laughs> oh uh, okay all right so yeah i think this is i would say that i like deciding who's actually leading here and i feel like this is slightly more quell's neighborhood because you're you're mostly like positioning the rod right so yes i think quell is leading and gadget is assisting you have two ticks in your clock so this is going to cost you two stress gadget but you get to right. pick two of those those uh boons off the
2: center here and I figured the way we do this, if, if Gadget wants to be inside, near the engine, if we can feed the, the lightning rod <laughs> through a porthole, Quell um, will climb back down the rigging on the side of the ship and hope it doesn't die.
4: <laughs> All right. What's our position? Uh, currently, it's
0: Desperate Standard.
4: I want to keep Desperate. Sounds more fun narratively and extra XP. Um, so let's do improved effect. And I, you, okay. I get two? Yep, you get one more. Could I do another effect, or would it have to be something different?
0: Uh, I think it has to be something different. So you could add a, di- a
2: die. Ooh, let's nice. do that. All right, so it's an attune roll. Mm-hmm. It's desperate. It's going from standard to grade. Is that what we're doing? Yep. All right, uh, we are adding a bonus die, and don't
0: forget you have you have three gambits over there now. Oh you shoot! Don't have to spend them here. You could save. But... I would
2: also like to spend a gambit if we're cool right. with that, so I don't plummet mm-hmm. like a crispy little quell down to my death <laughs> off the ship. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so that's what gives us what two bonus die. Yep. All right, I think we're gonna try it. We're going to hope that the space whales are going to play nice and that they aren't like nice means sending electricity directly into the squishy human body hanging off the side of this ship. (laughs) We're going to be like, please hit the rod. (laughs) All right. So Quell kind of holds onto the ship, makes sure that the copper rod or whatever we're using to channel the lightning directly into the engine, because this is exactly how engines work right, Mm -hmm. Um, is in the correct position and then kind of holding with arm and leg linked into the netting, because I really don't want to die, kind (laughs) of sticks her hands out. You don't act like it. You really don't act like it. Yeah, sticks her hands into the air. It's it's good when you play that way in these kinds of games. She's bold. And maybe, like, suddenly lats my beautiful little uh, maybe moth-like spirit companion, seems to manifest and flutter off of my wrist into the Mm -hmm. air. And um, she's reaching out with her her mind, her senses, and trying to ask, you know, saying, hey, space whales, I'm so excited to see you. I'm so glad we're friends. I really love when (laughs) you're around. Do you think that you could shoot a lightning bolt into this thing? this copper rod and she's, you know, showing this in her mind because we don't use language. We use emotions. I guess whatever emotion is associated with light this up. Mm. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fireworks. Probably like, uh, you know, surprise, I'd say you're shocked.
2: No, no. I'm thinking more like excitement. This yeah, is going to you know, be it's
0: electrifying like
2: a party with space whales and lemon lights.
0: Yep uh all right so that's uh you're a tune with two bonus dice
2: yep all right let's do this thing thank <laughs> got a all five. right well you know we did get a five not there are no yep. sixes we got a three a two a five a three and a two but a five is still pretty good mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so uh yeah i think i i know what this is um so you get the five and it's desperate. Make sure you mark XP, by the way, in that Yay. Um And Augustine, I think you were the only other one to make a desperate roll this this session. Yep. So make sure you marked XP as well. Um, and yeah, so there's probably a moment there's a delay. Uh, and then you hear the clap of thunder and the lightning comes down uh, and you manage to just get back in time as uh, it courses into the rod into the open uh engine casing uh and the engine of the beluga just starts screaming and augustine where you are and everybody else on the ship uh just immediately feels a kick like you're pressed back into your chair just like an incredible burst of speed um and the lamberg of dime is just like left in the dust uh the protectorate affairs Barely even saw you, like just you're you're moving like a bolt of lightning, um, and then the engines just start heaving and grinding uh, because they're pretty wrecked after that. Uh, yeah. Now you could take you could try to resist that harm, but the harm would be two hits to your engines, where which would leave you basically just able to sort of you know just kind of push along. But you're not, you're not to ruin it in any races. <laughs> and in fact, you, you might have some troubles further down the line.
2: I would try to resist that harm. I think it would occur to Quell, maybe at the last minute, like many things do, that um, electricity likes to spread. And that it's not just going to go into some part of the engine that makes us go fast. It's not like our special go-go juice. It might go into other parts of the engine that don't want to be electrified. Uh-huh. So um, I think that at the like last possible minute, realizing that the juice might be a little too much. Uh-huh. Um, quell, <laughs> quell being quell, not always thinking but always acting, is going to go ahead and be like, whoa, we gotta rein this back. And she's gonna snatch onto the, okay, I didn't say this was a smart idea. She's gonna snatch onto the uh, the rod, like she's trying to pull it free. And instead she's going to channel the lightning through her body, but I'm gonna spend my second special armor that I just took the ability for. So yep. that I don't die. <laughs> That's what all of Well's abilities are for. Not dying. Yep. Yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm trying to decide if this should negate all of the harm to the engines. Yeah, yeah, I think this is this is cool enough that you can go ahead and you already have that one hull damage. Um <laughs> it might be flying a little funny still so for a little while after this. Yeah. Um. But and I do think you get a just a keen moment of direct connection with the uh, with the uh, storm whales again. Um. Is there anything else you wanted to to imbue to them there or channel or you know c- convey to
2: them? Uh, I think they would probably get a sense of awe and a sense of gratitude. And a sense of just, like, intense, like, mingling connection, mm-hmm. but maybe also a sense, for a moment, of, like, the fragility of this little fleshy body, this little uh-huh. flesh being.
0: I think you feel a sense of belonging.
2: Aww. Um,
0: <laughs> which is might be somewhat new for Quell, because, you know, you, you came up without a family.
2: Gonna run so, off with the space whales. Yep, <laughs> <Stay> still, <pod.
0: laughs> uh, and yes they're singing like electricity crackling between um have you ever seen those things where like they use they kind of stand between these like giant jacobs ladders or whatever and they like play music with like the arcing electricity mm-hmm. uh it's like that for whale song oh why I... uh that's rad Reverberating in your ears as the beluga speeds off towards Arbelon, it makes its successful to escape.
1: I was going to say, I do have an important question. When the belugas zoomed off at lightning speed, uh-huh. did the brandy spill? <gasps>
0: oh <my. laughs> hmm. Make a uh, make a fortune roll of some kind. What do you think you'd use to hold that steady?
1: I feel like resolve would be like this. I'm not losing, <laughs> I'm not losing my strength. Uh,
0: I don't think you could normally use resist <laughs> stats for fortune rolls, but you know what? It's for fun. So go ahead. Let's see. Let's see. Oh yeah. You got a six. <laughs> yeah. You meant you like hold it. Like you feel the kick and you see like the glass coming towards you as you're like as momentum is catching up to it and you just instantly cock your wrist so that it's just pointing forward <laughs> you're like you're like gimbling the brandy glass so that not a single drop spills out because you are a professional
4: <laughs> i'm totally imagining the lunchroom scene from the toby maguire spider-man <laughs> and inhuman human ability to keep the liquid perfectly balanced in the glass during great times of <laughs> duress.
2: I feel like Augustine could definitely have that drunken master vibe. <laughs> like, the jug is just not going to get spilled. It's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: and the the camera swings back around to uh, Dime, where the... I think the storm is starting to clear now, uh, and the Protectorate Affairs ships are... Probably docking once again to try and clear up the the unrest in front of the the um the customs station and share the news that um a ship matching the beluga's description managed to evade their evade their grasp. And I think we'll call it there for the evening. Nice. We can open up next time with a little uh interlude of the the ship, what you're doing on the ship. I know you wanted to check out that cargo. So you can get a chance to try and do some sneaking around for that. (laughs) Uh, And then we'll roll into downtime
2: on Arbalon. I also like to imagine that upon climbing back onto the ship um, and again, making sure that everything is still attached, Quell kind of lifts the edge of her shirt and realizes that along her side where the, uh, she had grabbed onto the, the lightning rod, she now has like a, an, a webbing of Lichtenberg figures. I don't know if any of you know what those are. They're really rad. You should look them up. They're basically like a lightning tattoo that happens to people who get hit by lightning.
0: Yeah, I think uh, when you you feel that sense of belonging as you look down at it, like, you know, they've, they've marked you as one of them.
2: i hitting you with lightning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They tried several times. You were finally (laughs) like, all right, let her rip.